0: I don't think there's too much to say, but uh, I'm really looking forward to hearing what Kai has to say. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can
1: can't, can't wait. Can't, can't wait what this what this guy has to say. Yeah.
0: If the, if the quality is anything uh, akin to the show notes, the quality of show notes, you're just a like, dude, by the way, I can't look at this. I need to change the text color. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and also, like, make it a little bit bigger. And yeah, Roboto's fine. It's like, yeah, okay, okay. So welcome, everyone. This is the first time Kai has used Google Docs, I think. <laughs> yeah, it might <laughs> like, actually be, like, yeah, yeah, No, like,
1: seriously, how, the, how <laughs> like, the fuck do I change the text color? I
0: Like, Kai wanted to prepare the show notes this time. And, like, the first thing I see when as I log in, there's, like, purple Comic Sans... <laughs> How the fuck do I change the text color? Give me the comic sense, daddy. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> okay, let's like jump right into the topic. Hello and welcome everybody to Everyday Channel number 162, your favorite most deceptively named bi-weekly legacy podcast. Today's show is brought to you by, I guess, Andrea Swift. It's her birthday today. She also happens to be the mother of Taylor Swift. And if you want to support the running of the show directly, you can support us on no, patreon.com slash everyday channel. <laughs> Guys, um, welcome. Happy New Year, everybody. Hey. And if you want to teach Kai how to change well, fonts and colors and also teach him like basic layouting, <laughs> aren't you like supposed to be the
1: designer <laughs> of this group? Kai? Uh, um, graphic design <laughs> is my passion
0: oh right. dude dude if you only knew how often i had seen that when i watched uh, when i looked at, at uh, websites yeah. of kenyan um, hashtag hashtag, or, hashtag yeah. comic yeah. sans <laughs> there's there's like this old meme of like
2: graphic design is my passion and it's like a circle with like a
1: really dude, bad it, drawn it's dog so dog in it. fucking good it's so good, it's so good dude. <laughs> give me that microsoft paint dude like <laughs> when yes. you
0: get like when you get let's say i don't know leaflets or information thingies from the the kenya tourism borough uh about anything really going down. Like, hey, we prepared the super awesome mega project. It's it's very common. I, w- I want to say Comic Sense might actually be the most used <laughs> font, which sounds a little less impressive when you consider oh. that each document probably uses, like, 20 different oh fonts. Oh, my goodness. And just Comic Sense happens to yeah. be the most prominent out of those. I don't know, yeah. man.
1: Graphics, <laughs> is like, it's raped by them.
0: <laughs> but also, I mean, that that, that, that like there's that, this thing where people, like, Comic Sense becomes so much of a meme that it sometimes, you know, it almost like turns around, becomes a real thing. They they released that paper on the, the Hicks bosom and I'm not even gonna, that, that's actually not like the breasts of somebody, but some. I think it's Boson or some whatever. Uh, and the, the official paper these, 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 what's the, it called, the Large Hadron Collider in Switzerland, and, and so, so like the official paper they got from there where they discovered this new groundbreaking thing. They released that, and I'm not kidding you, written in Comic Sans just because they wanted <laughs> to make a statement that it's all about the content but not the presentation. And you know, that's what I say on a first date, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay, by the way, this joke was not written, <laughs> which makes it all the more sadder because oh, it's a true. Oh, <laughs> a
2: And speaking of hedron crabs and first dates... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> where's your where's your transition julian you've always got a good one.
0: Oh yeah you <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just I'm, I'm just super excited because honestly like i don't it feels like you know in germany we call the time between between christmas and the 6th of january the time between the years or like in, in bavaria was like the silent time i guess a lot of people it. it's basically when nothing ever happens and it kind of feels like that that's what it was like for legacy at least for me uh, I even had like a week off, but I, I didn't get to play a lot. And when I played, I got completely destroyed by 4th Erlingas to the point where, dude, I kid you not, I really wanna play that stupid 12 post deck, And it's not even stupid, <laughs> it's actually pretty good. So mm. uh, you, when you, like, mm. I love Painter, but right now you will see me jumping into, into leagues just like trying to completely murder anything that plays 4th Erlingas.
2: <laughs> what about Um Virulent Plague in pop? <laughs> What, what
0: does that card do? Like, destroy the game control of all knights or no, something? No, it's,
2: it's two and a black for an enchantment, and creature tokens get minus two, minus two. Have minus two, minus two. Okay. That's actually quite the answer. Yeah, uh, so yeah. all, their, all their knights are always dead. Yeah. So they just flash an endurance and then take the monarch. But yeah. Well, they, they don't really play endurance yeah, anymore, do they? Oh, Bowmasters are there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm saying I mean, there's also idea. that crazy red enchantment you've, you've seen commander every, uh, every now and then um, for, I think, three or four mana. That says that every time a creature enters the battlefield, like, it yeah, it's it, a flash. Yeah, it takes two yes. damage, right? So, uh,
0: I, I think that's for some. Oh, did we like <laughs> break that like one or two years ago where we, we said, hey, if we get a uh, pithing needle and we name other flash, because any player can have it deal like four damage to them, right? To to destroy it. No, that's
2: another one I think. Aether flash yeah. is just when a creature ETBs it takes two. Oh yeah, you are yeah. right,
0: you're right. You're talking about Ursus Destiny, the guy with the dagger stabbing that mm-hmm. I don't know, goblin. I'm talking about either Gus, no, either right. either I mean, something. I, I, I either think storm, at this point we have like
1: probably like about fifty plus cards that start with Aether or something. <laughs> Yeah, it's
0: Etherstorm. Storm from... Years ago I wanted to make home. a deck
2: Oh with, dude, um,
1: Homelands, oh my goodness, let's go.
2: I wanted to make go. a deck years ago with Swans, you know Swans of Argyle, is it? Yeah, and that was Aether actually Flash. a real deck. And yeah, it was with like Plasma thingy, but I wanted to make it with like Blink Effects and Aether things, so each Blink Effect would be like a mole Drifter. Such a bad idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, you see, that? that's what happens when there's not too much going on in, in Legacy right now. <laughs> Uh, by the way, I po- I posted either Storm to the show notes. Oh, uh, it's uh, such a cool yeah. artwork. I avoided posting the Homelands hey, version.
1: It? Yeah, the art, art is is badass. So yeah. Card not so yeah. much, but hey.
0: You know when it's Mark like when it's, ass, to, Dean, like, when it's to Dean, you know it's some kind of like weird fever Dream or something. Yeah. Or end of the world. Who, who knows? It looks. Both <laughs> in... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> both together. If you if you look long enough, it actually looks a little bit yeah, sexual. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Anyway, okay, let's remove <laughs> that from <you> here again. <laughs> Kai, you you went to prison. At least that was the word on the street. But of course, we all knew better. You you. I where escaped. did you actually go? No, because you you are still in well, prison.
1: Well, now I'm back in prison, called Berlin. Yeah, but uh, I escaped <laughs>
0: for prison break German <laughs> version.
1: I, I escaped for uh, for for two weeks. Uh, went to Japan. Um, I tried to go there like once a year, and uh, in fact, like this morning, like I was so excited. About this podcast today, that I woke up at four a.m. today, right? No, no, sense. just it tr- 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 kidding. Trouble. I was just simply jet lagged. It's <laughs> <as> fuck <laughs> after like a fifteen-hour flight from from Japan. So, uh, yeah, don't.
0: Oh, you you probably can't fly over Russia right now, right? Oh, we, you, you have we, to like probably avoid did, it. Like we, ca- yeah, we didn't. So,
1: uh, so we we had to fly over the North Pole. Uh, so it took us like yeah, an extra yeah. I don't know three plus hours or something like that. It was. Ca-
0: I mean, you you barely touch on the north of Russia anyway. I would guess, but yeah, you know, you have to completely go yeah, around. Yeah, it's it. pretty intense. Like,
1: like Russia. Like every everyone <laughs> thinks of Russia like it, it's it's Moscow and a little bit of land, but it's like so much land past that, right? Like the the, the whole like east side of Russia is just it's. it's is that, is
0: that what everyone <laughs> That's
1: at least what I thought. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you know that like, east of the Ural Mountains, there's so, there so much <laughs> land? Like
1: yeah, like yeah,
0: I would love to go there, by the way. Like com- like completely like East Siberia, like Novosibirsk, Krasnoyarsk, all the, the, those places. That's just like so, so oh, my goodness. away from it. Did you know it's... that when the, I was going to say the Romans, oh my God, so, I'm sorry, Ancient Egypt, so, when the Ancient Egypts built the pyramids. There was still mammoth. There was still like like a whole colony of mammoths around on, oh, I don't remember the name, but it, it's an island in Siberia. Like the 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 whole last mammoth and and the ancient Egypts, mm-hmm. I guess they they coexisted kind of in the world. Oh they shit, that's crazy! Each other.
1: It's also crazy that you yeah. you uh, you just said that like that's the part of the Earth you wanna you wanna go visit because that's like literally the least attractive place on earth I think because like like Siberia well, is so oh, so freezing cold right like it's it's not like it's not like Germany it's actually
0: not that bad in winter like it's not that Wait, bad is, in winter really.
1: isn't that a place where it gets like, like minus like a trillion degrees like in winter
0: yeah but it's also like continental climate so it's like if you go there in summer it's really not that bad I mean if you go to the very north yes it's probably going to be bad all the like, time but
1: yeah but we're recall like this is like
0: this is ge- this is January 10th <laughs> And, like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to Morokai. <laughs> <laughs> I still have a trade fair to do by the end of the month, by the way. Oh, my God, that's oh going to be God. amazing. Yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. In Siberia? <laughs> in Siberia, yes, you you got it. Yes, I'm I'm going to be at the Krasnoyarsk Travel Market. Hit nice. me up at booth 105. I mean, that's the reason
1: why oh, there's yeah. no magic events in Siberia, right? Like, just...
2: Uh, uh, there might <laughs> actually be. <laughs> God damn it. I think the size has something to do with it and being far away from everything uh. else. Place. You,
0: you know, my, my colleague and I, we were actually talking about that the other week because he, he does what he calls uh, skiing safaris, which is just like you go to the mountains and you ski and they call it a safari. And there was like a, an opportunity in the past to go to, to Kamchatka, which is like that peninsula on the very, very east. Like it's actually, <laughs> you, you, there, there might be even some people saying, uh actually, let's talk into that. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, it's, it's in the very, very far east of... of um, why are we talking about this
2: yeah i've i've just zoned <laughs> out like why are we talking about? yeah all because, all because of the
0: flight
1: right like uh, yeah right yeah. right yeah um but yeah it was it's like usually flights from from like central europe to to japan or or to singapore or hong kong uh about like 12 13 hours or so but like this time it was like 15 hours which is uh it was it was pretty intense like normally you, you can finish like about four movies you know and um and you have a little bit of like food i think you have you get like food served twice during the flight uh but this time i uh finished uh one more movie and um
0: yeah Ooh, hash- hashtag great so the airline, yeah, which airline so, didn't no go. so
1: like um it was uh n a n a a no n a a n a yeah all nippon oh my goodness i'm so bad at this it's like it's like the biggest air um anyway so I ended up watching like the same movie twice, um, just to be sure. Like I, I watched Bohemian Rhapsody, which was already a mistake because it's like so much about music and their songs, right? And then you watch it on the airplane with like the crappiest headphones ever.
0: Did you not bring and, your own? No,
1: like it's it's the it's the ones you have to plug in. Like you have to physically plug oh. in. Like and no one has those headphones these days.
0: You, yeah, the thing is, most like of the higher end brands, they they sell connectors. Uh, I think I actually I got when I got my Sennheiser, they they got me a connector that actually allows you to plug into the ad- airport one, uh, airplane one. Oh shit! There's, there's, okay. Yeah, anyway, you you will know for next time. You you can That's buy those. That's pretty
1: cool. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> like um, so the, the reason why I went to Japan was was kind of unclear, and it still is because there was no particular reason for me to go there except like just going back to meet friends. And 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 it oh, yeah, well,
0: that because we all and, I mean and eat truck truckloads of
1: food and but that's exactly what happened this time and um and like now that I think back I think that's probably now if not the best reason to to go
0: visit a country maybe like I was gonna say like to me it sounds the most amazing thing like you, you just felt like doing it and so you did it
1: yeah but like you know I think most people get really excited when when they when they go like sightsee stuff or when they go to a country they have never been before so. F- for me, it's exactly the opposite. Where I think I I've almost never been to a country where I don't know at least one or two per um, people, right? Like locals, basically. And it's mostly like ninety nine percent because of magic. But uh, yeah, this time is especially. It was almost like getting back the um the time when I lived there for like eight nine years.
0: Oh, you're getting nostalgic. Yeah,
1: yeah, dude. Like like we like we we met with the same people. We went to the same bars. We went to the same stores. We played the same. Stupid legacy decks, and uh
0: you know that does, does Japan still have like like arcades around where you can play like Street Fighter? Yeah, they and are
1: like the like the retro ones. Yeah, the old ones. They're still there. Uh, have you ever they're been? They're still there. there. Yeah, I've 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 been to um two of them. The one is in dubaba which is in um like about five minutes from the the tournament center Hareruya, and the, and the other okay. one is in Ueno. Okay. But like they're both pretty hidden, right?
0: I would have guessed that, like, like, I don't know, what's the place called Akihabara, which is, like, the place every foreigner knows. Oh, yeah, is, yeah, with, yeah. Like, the anime center. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man, you know, before I for, forget, like, the, gosh, there were so many foreign people this time in Japan. I think, like, once they all opened the borders um, after the pandemic, like, people went completely nuts. Shibuya was, was, was half white people, I think. And and Akihabara, <laughs> like, I didn't hear any Japanese in Akihabara. Like, it was, it was a mix of, like, English and Taiwanese and... And then a lot of like random stuff like German and whatever.
0: Can can you tell the difference between like Mandarin and like the the Taiwan accent dialect of Mandarin? If, if you if you
1: give me two more weeks
0: in, <laughs> <really>? in Akihabara, <laughs> where like where, you know where
1: I'm literally stuck in Akihabara, um, I might I might be okay. able to tell the difference. No, I can't.
0: But honestly, like I just find it so amazing that you uh, did you go alone or did you go with your yeah. girlfriend? Was yeah, your girlfriend?
1: I went there with my my girlfriend. But um, fun fact, we didn't spend a single day together. <laughs> Yeah, okay. like, dude, like, not a single day because, like, she has her friends and her thingies, you know. Like, I don't even, I, did, I don't even know what she did, but yeah, um, I.
0: You just met like on the last day at the airport, hey? Did you do the check-in? Yeah, okay, sure. Let's it, go it, it's
1: the, it's the kind of kind of it. Um, it was. I'm um, always at the at the night, right? So like. So she had her drinking party, um, parties and whatnot, and, and I met up with my friends almost every single day, played a lot of magic, you know, and um, mm-hmm. we, but we both had to take the last train because in Japan, there is a thing called last train around midnight to make sure that um, nobody does like crazy overtime work. So um yeah, so around midnight, like we both get back to the same hotel, and then you've we uh, went to another bar, just the two of us, and you know, just talk for like an hour or two about like the, you know our days and like what, oh, what happening f- and stuff oh, like that, that's yeah, romantic. Yeah, stuff like that. But like we didn't spend an actual day together, which is which is kind of uh, well a no go for most uh, most couples.
0: I don't know, like if if you got like a pretty good connection, like it's all the, the much firmer, right? When you feel like hey, I can just like go out on my own and do my own thing. Like I, I know people are very different and like many many years ago um i've once been in a a relationship where we had very different expectations about that where i also was the guy who wanted to to like do stuff on my own with my friends and she always wanted to like do the opposite thing and i mean both are fine but that just like didn't work that way yeah like if, if she
1: showed a little bit of interest in like what the legacy meta game looked like in japan um we, we could have maybe like <laughs> made like an agreement, but um as things stand, yeah. like she, she was more interested in like food. Like and also I, w- I was crazy interested in food this time. Dude, I ate so 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 much and um I also get a little bit of weight, actually a decent amount of weight, because I was just like I was so busy eating and drinking. You got to it's a holiday. Dude, seriously.
0: It's called a holiday for a yeah. reason, yeah. Oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> like let me let me tell you like to tell you guys are uh, two tips. Two secret tips: uh, What to do when, when you go to Japan, right? Like in um, regard reg- regard uh, regards of our uh, food, right? So, first of all, first tip is you don't ever ever eat on the airplane, right? So if you're on the on your way to okay. to um, to Japan, don't you dare don't you touch that food on the airplane because like like I ended up not eating at all on the airplane and I so I was starving to death when I got out. And the first, and so I went out of the airport and then I went to the, literally the first ramen restaurant, and um, I came. So um, this is that. that, so that was good. <laughs> that was good.
0: Is that like some so, some kind of like ramen chain that you go to, or is it just like? Could oh, be any I place. think like
1: that like the first ramen didn't matter. A- any ramen would probably do because you were starving. And like the 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 worst food in Japan is already better than the best food in most European countries, except maybe Italy. It's so good. It's okay, so damn okay, good. Okay, Like it's like the bar is so high.
0: And what are the prices? Because I heard the yen is like doing not very well, so that would be like really good for for people from Europe, for example. Oh yeah, and over. Everyone,
1: everything was for free, basically. Like it. it, oh, it, it, it's, oh, it, 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 it felt like for free. They should advertise yeah. that.
0: Like <laughs> that, Borough would be like absolutely. Separate. Like they should put that on the, on the on the box. <laughs> Like when you buy the tickets, all the food it's free, is just free, just take <laughs> it. Socialism Wonderland. And Perfect. free
1: refill. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's double Dude. free. Yeah, I thought. I t- uh. <laughs> um, but you. Okay, th- that was your first right. step. So, what was uh, the second one? Yeah,
1: and then uh, the second one is uh, you have to eat small portions, right? So there's so much good food in Japan that you don't want to waste. Or like you know, y- you don't want to eat this too much of the same food because there's just like so much other good food in Japan. So I ended up eating like only small portions, and that way you can kind of eat like five times per day.
0: Like- Dude, that, that's just like a new new type of cuisine, like like Spanish Japanese fusion. Yeah, you just, you- I mean that. It's already kind of like that, right? When you go to like one of these 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 sushi restaurants that have like this pre-made menu where they give you like twenty different pieces. Exactly, and they're all somewhat yeah, different.
1: Yeah, it's like I, it's it's like queuing into like five small events with like five different decks ex- instead of like playing like. W- it's way more. Yeah, exciting. it's way more exciting than playing like one.
0: W- <laughs> oh yeah, you, you bring like five decks, and every round you have to play a different deck. That'd be so cool.
1: That'd be <laughs> so- love that. I mean, it depends. That'd on- be
0: so expensive.
1: I mean, like, what decks would you pick, though?
0: <laughs> it's uh, more fun. I would pick one deck that would be completely like horrible. Like that, that that would be the rule of the tournament, right? One of your decks has to be completely horrible and then on the off chance that you queue into somebody else who's also like forced to play their shit deck. That <laughs> like, would be something. 18 mirrors everywhere. Imagine like if you play for like for top 8 and it's like this really big tournament and then all of a sudden like you literally have your four control deck and you're like oh my fucking <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Right.
2: Treefolk versus Jeskai.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am on the Timber Protector Dude, side. That, that's a close <laughs> one though. Like imagine if
1: the if the Treefolk deck also has like so some some secret like hosers. Like some of the green cards are like ridiculously powerful against uh blue control decks.
0: Timber Protector against Supreme Verdict. Not uh, even a fight.
2: <laughs> Imagine um, Wood Elemental coming in, sacking oil forests, make it big, and then Teferi just bounces it. Oh my, oh my goodness,
0: dude. it. <laughs> 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 hashtag Worthlet, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, you, you make me want to go so much. Like, mm-hmm. Japan, basically, uh, is pretty much on the t- very top of my bucket list. And I, I'm actually thinking about where I want to go, because... Like, right now, we get so many calls at work and, like, emails and everything from from people who are planning their, their year's worth of vacation right now, and a lot of places are even, like, completely sold out, but that's more like, I guess, holiday resorts and stuff. Like, Japan doesn't really sell out, does it? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we have to close the country. Too many foreigners. Oh, actually, some countries do that, I guess, but yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. But I don't know. Like, I, I, I think Japan now had, like, like, the last couple of years when. been... Probably because of the pandemic, it it looked kind of empty, like the whole country, right? Because um, I think Japan constantly and always has a decent amount of um tourists, like in, in the in the major cities, right? Like Kyoto, Osaka, Tokyo.
0: And have you ever been to Have you ever been to Kyoto?
1: Uh, yeah, I top edited a GP once in that
0: city. Uh, that counts. Actually, but, in, in Magic Times, that doesn't count. I've been to many cities where I, like, top eight in a tournament <laughs> and, and I haven't seen anything of the city other than the airport and the convention center. <laughs> I Dude, I gotta double
1: check, though. Maybe the hall was, like, in, in some some weird suburb, maybe?
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe when, like, you didn't actually top eight, but
0: you didn't yeah. see the city.
2: Oh, shit, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, the closer you get to top eight, the less you actually see of the city. Like, the people who really know about their stuff, they are the ones who go, like, oh, to drop.
1: Uh, yeah, I, um... Right, did, but did I tell but,
0: you that, that story, sorry to interrupt you there, did I tell you a story about a friend of mine, Christoph Alzheimer, who went to Ovino Gadon, which is like, it used to be this really big tournament in uh, Italy, and he went along with his girlfriend, and so his girlfriend wouldn't be bored, because like, who wants to sit there and watch him play for two days, even though he played Doomsday, but yeah. Uh, They they also brought another friend who was supposed to play in the tournament, who also brought his girlfriend, and they would go off and explore the city. But now, as it happens, that other friend couldn't come on very short notice. So all of a sudden, he was in Italy, in Milan, with his girlfriend, and her company, basically, wasn't there. So he was like, I have to not playing the tournament and then they explored Milan for the entire weekend and honestly maybe maybe that was the better choice but I I can't tell you but I, sure. I could see it like he, he was even like there at the site for a very quick moment at the beginning of the tournament and he just told us yeah, I'm I'm not playing I'm exploring the Duomo and yeah. everything
1: <laughs> that's the gentleman move definitely <laughs> yeah
0: I, I, I was impressed um, actually I gotta say yeah
1: can't, can't say I uh, I know much about Kyoto in fact like I uh, yeah only saw sort the of station I think and, and that teeny tiny hotel room the entire weekend but mm-hmm, but then, mm-hmm. then like I, I, I don't even know if that was Kyoto but at, at the same time like if you you can't like if you do proper marketing you can't you can't go like hey this is GP farmland
0: behind GP, Tokyo yeah GP Alashausen or something <laughs> 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 yeah that would be a German It's like, like heck yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, cool, cool, but you, you, do you want to stay long? That's, like, on the table that you, you will go to back to Tokyo or something? Um... Because you sound so happy about it.
1: Yeah, like, I, I gotta say, like, I, I every time I go there, like, I'm, I'm super excited because Japan offers a lot of things that I personally value a lot, which is, like, lots of tournaments, good food, good company, also, um, like... I also constantly want to, want to improve my Japanese, like, to a certain degree. And then my de- my Japanese definitely got worse over, like, the, oh, the last year like, or Oh, I thought you graduated two.
0: from from kindergarten level, like, when you when you came back for the yes. first time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And th- now you're, like, I don't know, like, middle schooler? I, I, like, yeah, now but... now you use, like, d- all the cringy terms. Like, do you, do you use that, some, like, cringey Japanese slang?
1: Yeah, sometimes, like, some, some baby Japanese slips out of my mouth, <laughs> you know, like, every five minutes or so. But, uh, <laughs> most, <laughs> yeah like for, for to strangers it, it might be a little like confusing like,
0: but w- like what is a word that like japanese babies would use that oh. no adult would ever use
1: so like most guys call themselves like ore ore means is is just the the male word for for me or yeah. i i still use the baby version which is boku <laughs> uh, because I've, uh, I've i've always i've always said it like that and uh it, it it's strange i i think i'm probably like, one of the one of the I don't know like three percent of males in in Japan that still keep saying um boku in seifure but <laughs> that. but hey that's me
0: okay okay cool.
1: <laughs> the the country's insane right like it's like Tokyo is 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 literally heaven for magic players companies great food's great one thing I immediately noticed that definitely definitely a downgrade in Japan is uh is space right like so if you feel uncomfortable being like. I don't know, like, like tiny hotels, hotel rooms, maybe, or narrow, uh, streets or, so, um, yeah. Dude,
0: I've seen the bars in, like, Golden Guy, which is, like, you, you, they're, they're, like, one and a half meters wide or something. Dude, yeah. Like, like and when you walk in there, like, you sit shoulder to shoulder with the guy next to you. Yeah,
1: dude, like, there's, like, one rule in it pay like, if, if you're, if you're fat you're fucked you don't fit into the you're bar like you're, like, you're literally <laughs> fucked right like you you can't you can't
0: you can't enter most of the bars <laughs> just because like, like you know what like at uh when they have roller coasters where they are like okay you must be this tall to, to ride on this like on the, on the bars they have like you must be this slim to get to the bar or something like the,
1: yeah they should have it at the airport already Where like you know <laughs> you you can't enter the country of this size it's just just you know uh, the,
0: isn't that actually a thing that, that they have like Government mandated regular health check- checkups. If you live in Japan, every year or something, you must yep. do a health checkup, and you get like you get graded on your health and stuff. Yep,
1: did it every year.
0: That, that's like that's a, like America's up, like they have the heads exploding because of that. Like that would be completely unthinkable. Like there would even be unthinkable in Germany, I think. Yeah,
1: but but then you also look at the people, and they're like D- they look so good. They look so good. They're like they're all in shape for the most part. I don't know, man. And then I come I'm come back to Germany and like most, half of the people here look like potatoes.
0: <laughs> like wood <what laughs> elementals? Yeah, like wood
1: elementals.
0: Sacrificed <laughs> like on the forest.
1: <laughs> but then there also like, yeah, you know, um, there are also like other, other bad things about Japan, right? I think Japan is still, I think, so, like this is like a, a big, big topic, which uh, I only want to scratch the surface, right? Like mm-hmm. Japan is a really like still racist country, I want to say, uh, because it's it's an island, right? And it doesn't have, like, any direct
0: neighbours. You know, they, like, Callum looks around. Oh, yeah. Look. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: I'm not going to defend England for anything. Uh,
0: that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Neither am I. But,
1: like, I can... Because I can, I've witnessed it myself, right? Like, I'm Japanese don't treat me as a full Japanese, you know, which has been an issue a few times, especially in combination with, like, work or if you want to find an apartment or things like that, it might get a oh, little harder. for you? yeah man like it was it was not that easy like not every time sometimes i got away with something but mm-hmm. because it, it, you know it, they they kind of expect me to to fully understand everything and to to fully like act like one of them but i don't necessarily and... you mean,
0: like also like like cultural norms and, and stuff exactly you... yeah
1: okay. like you know sometimes i I, f- I forget to i don't know like to to bow for the second or third time or
0: dude. I was actually gonna make a joke. Like didn't you did, like did you not bow enough times, but apparently okay. That's dude, sort of, like,
1: <laughs> I, like I was like, gonna I, bring I, that up as dude, a joke. I, I think one for, one the, for the, the next time, like, you should probably, like, bow, like, a 10 a per times per to just to percent a little bit of Who
0: do you bow you Like, when you go to the you a do you like bow to your opponent and stuff? Ah,
1: uh, You do. you do.
0: Like, a little
1: bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a gesture, but
0: you you, you just like okay, you of Yeah. of yeah, okay, just have, okay. have
1: have a good game, right? Like, you, you don't do a handshake, for example, in Japan. Um, yeah,
0: I think handshakes have also kind of not died out here, but it's more like fist bumps. Up, like,
1: right, yeah, or maybe, stuff. like,
0: no physical
1: contact for the mm-hmm.
0: most part. Yeah, yeah.
1: So there's that, and then there's also, like, other things, right? Like, for example, I I think you guys saw it in the news, but there was, like, an, this uh, gigantic earthquake in Ishikawa on January 1st, for example.
0: Uh, Dailed a lot of damage to all non-flying creatures, like, qu- quite literally, I guess.
1: I mean, like, I, I was really, I was praying for, for the people in Ishikawa, and I also get got a lot of comments from people on, on, on Twitter and, and Facebook and whatnot. Fortunately, like, to, the Tokyo area was, was safe, but, like, there are things like, like, constant earthquakes in Japan, and, like, I think an, an airplane uh crash and burn down in at haneda airport on january 2nd like the day after so like it was a kind of like a rough start
0: yeah like on the first day of of january right yeah it's, it's kind of like i i constantly hear that japan is actually due for like some giant i don't know super earthquake that's supposed to happen in the next 10 15 years or something yep yep and like people are actually like moving away from japan because of that because they feel like i do that if this hits i don't want to be there which, oh, oh
1: yeah like I think that like the scariest thing one of my best buddies in Tokyo uh, just told or like showed me he got like a a metal case for his all whole uh, magic collection it's like a it's like a briefcase but it's like full metal and has has like like locks and things and he was like yeah so I I basically shrink my magic collection size so it can fit that suitcase and I will always keep all the cards in there just in case if like any emergency big earthquake happens that I can like like rush out with with that suitcase and that's like my, a GPS my, my tracker wallet. inside
0: and everything like yeah
1: like, like you know like screw the, screw the clothes and all the other things but like my decks now.
0: yeah i mean for a lot of people that's just like a like a, a six figure sum probably so yeah. uh, you would otherwise keep this in the bank but you, you mm. can't really but maybe that's the future right. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, yeah people have locked have rented bank vaults right in the past so for magic cards oh yeah totally totally
1: so uh, yeah like all in all i think um there's no perfect country I think but japan has oh, god damn it like japan you
0: know, the, the, the swiss would probably disagree like, like, oh. people like... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so switzerland has, has their own set of problems yeah uh, very, very much so even <laughs> but yeah dude you you really make me want to go and yeah. you, you also got to play a lot of magic right uh, not a lot i don't know how much like is uh, magic but i know you played at least like one or two tournaments or how many did you actually play yeah
1: uh, i played in two tournaments and a day because you know <laughs> probably it's <laughs> um, how he is right 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 I think like in, in the one of the earlier episodes like I um, I talked about like how, how many magic tournaments happen every single day and like mm-hmm. s- so many different stores at the same time it's crazy dude like how, like when like tell me one city where uh, where they fire like three and up to four legacy events at the same time in the same city and they all the, get like I don't know like just isn't right yeah like six rounds each and that's crazy i mean that's, it's, 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 it's going to happen
0: somewhere it's going to be like the biggest city on earth but that's still like so incredibly yeah. impressive
1: and i was always wondering like like why do what why do they not like go to the, all to the same tournament and make it like a big one
0: um yeah i mean it, it I, I i guess like because all the different places want their own share of the business right i mean if they all belong to the same Uh, on the other hand like if it's a weekday you don't really want to play more than six rounds right i guess yeah Uh... like if you have it like (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's just like that's where you're wrong buddy buddy. (laughs) lots of people
2: will just play so much
0: they would completely game their life Why? like okay like i want to reduce the hours on my shop why oh because i need to play more magic
1: but like yeah but there are like so many events now that um you, you get to a point where you become too lazy to to go to the other part of the city just because there's like another tournament just like right it, across the street. That's what I was
0: gonna say, right? Yeah. Like, if, if it's so easy to go there, uh, I, it's just kind of funny because every time you talk about that, it's just like a world that's so removed from the, I guess, Western consciousness because we always talk about, hey, remember like 10, 15 years ago, the the golden age of legacy coverage, like SEG and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah we're kind of got that but not really anymore and then like you switch over like the scene changes uh, star wars cut to tokyo it's just like gate tournaments all around everywhere <laughs> do, do they actually stream those tournaments like probably not the, the weekday ones but on the weekends i, I think that's just like big mac magic or something yeah what, what's it called big magic big, big magic, magic yeah big, um, <laughs> close enough
1: <laughs> <laughs> no like streams streams were kind of popular, I think, like, 10 years ago or so. And, I mean, there's still, like, streams of the the God of Legacy or God of Modern or God of really anything. But not too much these days, I think. Um, There's also, like, definitely not enough, like, written coverage. I think we... Like, the golden age of uh, written coverage is, is kind of over,
0: maybe. Yeah, but that was, was even further in the past, right? It, it's it's kind of more pure, almost. Like, people just, like, go there and they play because they really enjoy the fuck out of it. And that's just, like, not even, like, some kind of, like, glory hunting or something. It's just like, dude, I just love playing this game so much that I yeah. play more.
1: That's, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's a lot of, like, always, like, like muscle memory and uh, just people want to get their reps in without, like, thinking too much
0: you know you you should put something together where you act as a tour guide like you you put out like a set date yeah and then you sell trips to japan you're going to be the tour guide and you're going to take like a legacy crowd of like i don't know 30 players to tournaments all over tokyo for two weeks long
1: oh i i want to do that that's and hungry. then
0: you take, like, basically, like, I don't know, like a 16% commission or something.
1: <laughs> no, they're just all going to scoop to me then if they get paired. <laughs> <side>. <laughs> so if you call it a game fixing car. You bring in your
0: own. <laughs> I
1: think you're not allowed to do that, but don't <laughs> minute. money. Uh, uh, yeah, like, as long as there's no judge <laughs> on the tour bus, I think. Uh,
0: <laughs> you, know, you know, somebody in, uh, in, in chess kind of did that. I think it was Ali Razor. Really? Who? who yeah, he. Uh, I'm very, very, very much shortening this. So by the end of last year, the. Uh, you know how in chess they have the Candidates Tournament? I, I, I guess you don't if you don't know chess, but... Um, so, in order to... This is super flavorful, by the way, but this is actually exactly what you do for God of Legacy. In order to find out who will become the next world champion, all the other players in the world, they play a tournament, and or rather the, the best, I think, eight or ten players in the world, they play a tournament, and the winner of that tournament can then challenge the world champion. And then if that person wins, they become the next world champion. And in order to qualify for the candidates tournament, uh, there are a couple of regulations. And one of them is the, the highest ELO rating. And there was one guy who was like, I think, a, a couple of points short on the ELO rating to make it. And he was like, you know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna have my own tournament organized on super short notice in my backyard (laughs) and turns out I'm gonna win all of my matches except for the very last one which is like which completely fucked him because he drew the last one and the the, the most hilarious part is that that tournament was so staged the other players didn't even play their matches (laughs) 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 <laughs> but yeah nice, like uh. they, they they still kind of tried and yes. he ended up drawing the last match so he had to go to another amateur tournament in in france like on super short notice won that and that gave him just enough elo to qualify for the candidates tournament so i mean people were making fun of him but on the other side like the, the rules are pretty messed up to allow that in the first place so yeah it's <laughs> it, it kind of reminded me of um do you guys remember that was like 10 12 years ago where you could qualify for pre- pro tour hawaii by being the best friday night magic player in the world really yeah but that okay, you, you you don't remember that
1: that but that's only one player right
0: i think it was like i think it was like two or, th- or four like a very 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 small number so you you, you you could yeah yeah you could earn planeswalker points or something at at friday night magic tournaments and Wizards was like, you know what? We're going to promote play in, in FNM. And we're going to give invites to, I want to say, the two best or the two most accomplished FNM players of an entire year. And you know, a lot of people were like, okay, I'm not going to be that. But there were some people who went really fucking deep and they played on average more than one FNM every week. I think it might have even been more than two because they figured it out that in some cities, they actually have FNM on Friday and then some shops actually already do FNM on Thursday. So they played in like both FNMs and they did that for every single weekend. And at some tournaments, they even played two because it lined up. So the, the people who went to Pro Tour Hawaii based on that FNM in white, they grinded their hearts out for an entire year just playing FNM every single week, multiple times.
2: Is that is that where the term FNM Warrior comes from?
0: Uh, it must be. <laughs> if not, it would have Truly. been by then. Truly a warrior. let me look the fnm uh, pt invite pro tour hawaii when was that uh oh my god 75th commemoration of end of world war ii aircraft how the fuck google why did you take me there (laughs) oh i should have put uh friday night magic in white hawaii that was in uh oh my god okay never mind that was it doesn't say where it was
2: a long, long time ago, must have been a on really a planet long time far, ago. far away.
0: <laughs> but, but somebody, somebody listening, will figure this out. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the, this is this is we, how we bring I bring you most can... cutting edge news. Yeah, this is this is really, guys. This is this is one of the most fucked up podcast episodes in that sense because there's really not much to talk about, but we still wanted to get together. And actually, Kai, tell us, like you, you. You almost became a god of legacy of of, of vintage. Yeah, like what happened there? That
1: that was a that was a, that was a crazy crazy event. So on December 29th, two days um, after I landed in Japan, um, there was the the god of vintage, right? And um, as I mentioned in like one of the early episodes, like you have the god of standard, modern, legacy, vintage, even commander, pioneer, four times a year, uh, once per um, per season. So that's like a lot of events. If if you grind a lot of different formats right and it happened that it happened so that the the god of vintage um uh was happening during the two weeks when um when i when i went to japan and i just sleeved up my um i dusted off my my old legacy yeah uh, vintage doomsday deck uh, which i haven't updated in like a year or something and uh, <laughs> I I t- and i aided that event um
0: i mean this is how the best stories happen where people are like dude i haven't played in years i just like took the stack and i yeah i switched one sidebar card i don't even know which card it was for i had to read all of my opponent's cards and yeah somehow i ended up in the top eight
1: obviously i play a little bit of, uh, of magic online vintage and the the only paper vintage in all of 2023 was uh together with you guys at full Seasons. oh yeah. yeah yeah that was the, the only paper vintage i played in all of 2023 that's all you need apparently well, or need a little bit more is I'm getting it. uh If you guys need a, another vintage player, no, not not um, me again as the vintage well, we've, player. We've come full full circle. Next time, oh, you'll be vintage, will not you? You, oh,
0: you sh- should be on vintage. Yeah, that, that's yeah. probably oh, the perfect. Best part of the yeah, reaction. so
1: you, you have a to, uh, you have a god of vintage top eight. And comp- okay, anyway, anyway, so um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you're a, a demigod. I think, I think, yeah, like a like a minion monk. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. <laughs> All
2: right, you're a minion of vintage.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and and the God of Vintage, it's basically what you Julian just just described, right? Like it's it's a it's a it's a large tournament where people um have to play like Swiss rounds, and then it's a top eight, and then the the winner gets to challenge the the current God. And um, I gotta read into into the rules um, again, but I think like every time the the current God gets challenged, I think that God. Doesn't even matter if 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 that person like wins or loses like gets like about a hundred k yen I think per event which is like yeah which is like it's it's, it's, it's about like a thousand thousand US dollars yeah I mean, it, obviously if if you lose then uh you lose the title of of the god if you keep yeah. if you keep winning that best of five against a new challenger you, like every time you show up you you just get like uh one k US uh US dollars basically dude.
0: It's, I mean, you, be honest, right? You, that God of Vintage tournament happened when I was traveling back. Yeah, that's what you tell your <laughs> <girlfriend>. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my God, can so, you imagine? I, and I even brought my vintage deck. What a coincidence.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just happened to
0: be in my suitcase, man. Like, As it always does, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: um, Dude, but I hope but, it's
0: not in your suitcase, by the way.
1: <laughs> I But I also um, have to talk a little bit of shit about this series, because the, the, this price payout might look insane, but it's actually not that good. Like, so I finished 8, and I basically got my entry back.
0: So they spent all the money on the gods? I think
1: so. Or, I I don't even, I don't know where, where the money goes, but, it like, if if you if you, if you want to join a god of... Whatever tournament to to cash or to cash, that's you should probably n- not enter that tournament because like you will, yeah, you will do better in in other tournaments. I think.
0: I mean, the thing is, you you also didn't get a lot of players this time, right? I think you got like sixty five or something from what I saw. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, it was like it was no, it was fifty seven players. Yeah. Oh, even it, smaller. It, yeah, fifty seven. Right. It it really depends on on the format, right? Like in in modern, you get like three hundred plus players, or same in legacy. I think the had like more than three hundred, I think, last time or so.
0: Okay, okay. Um, so it's like card available availability for vintage an issue. I guess prices in Japan are also super high for like power yeah. and stuff.
1: So yeah, yeah, there are no proxy events. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. you have to you have to buy all your stuff and, like, I think I think for the Tokyo area, like to have fifty seven and probably even more vintage players, like you know, have like a, a, a sleeved uh, a deck sleeved up is, is is kind of impressive i think given that the expense um given how expensive uh, the format is but mm-hmm. yeah the competition was really high in the top eight we got Tsubasa Cat i think uh is his name on, Ma- on magic online um
0: wait really yeah oh, okay on magic online I was yeah, like, yeah 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 <laughs>
1: yeah he's i think he's like a half japanese half american i think and 25 years old uh, super super young player I, I, I and i like how you
0: emphasized 25 years old and i was like what am i supposed to do with this oh because like because like all the other
1: all the other players are like in their mid 30s or
2: 40s right like yeah that's and, young to be playing with power and getting it, i guess
0: yeah is, is, is that in japan is there like a like a magic generation like what we call sumas, like the the, the new kids who are just like challenging established at least the, the idea behind established norms about how to build yeah. decks and play them yeah they kind of like they take the money from all the old guys,
1: yeah they kind of show up everywhere right?
0: <laughs> is, is that is that, okay, um, okay not
1: not a, not as much as in the states I think but okay. they they definitely do exist yeah they definitely do exist, but i think in in japan you have you have so many other options i think you you don't necessarily have to play magic right like you can play any of the other thousands of uh Japanese card games and and so, and, and do what, well. Okay,
0: so like, by the way, as we are completely magically railing this episode anyway, what what are the, I want to say, most popular favorite pastimes in in Japan? Like, what are like the number one sports and stuff that people do there? Um, like, is soccer? Like, I know baseball is popular, right?
1: Oh, ba- yeah, baseball and soccer, definitely those two. Okay. Also, also tennis, definitely not basketball. <laughs> oh, okay, <Yeah. laughs> but I think it's it's yeah, it's probably like fifty sixty percent uh, plus like baseball, I think. Like, but even if you if you want to play a trading card game, like it doesn't necessarily have to be Magic. Like, yeah, we have so many so many other good ch- choices,
0: and yeah like, like, so extreme. Yeah, they're like, like you, som- you got basically everything. That, yeah, you, is there anything like they don't have when it comes to like like even Japan? Like Japan is like I don't know skiing. S- so I guess people don't really go to the beach in Japan. I heard.
1: Uh I mean you you can still do that if you want to, but I think. <laughs> if you want to <laughs> just you're
0: not selling it very well dude <laughs> like if, if one of my clients asked me hey this place can i can i go to the beach there and then i'd be like if you want to it's <laughs> like yeah dude like, so sell me send me on this it's poisoned, but <laughs> oh yeah no, i don't know really I, I i just think
1: about it. It, it there's there has to be something that that's really hard to come by in japan there has to be something. Well, we
0: figured it out at some yeah. point. Anyway, so you you played in that tournament, you right. picked Doomsday, and like I, I was following your progress on Twitter because I couldn't sleep that night that night. So um because at some point success. Yeah, at some point you got like I think you started off like really well and then you got a lost or something, and then you like didn't tweet anymore. And I was like, Fuck man, Yeah, yeah, yeah. was hanging.
1: That moment, right, like like when someone stops tweeting their result, it's usually like okay, well, it's uh, lights out. But um, no, I, I was just really busy playing, uh, and I think I, I almost went to time. I think in one in one of the later rounds, dude, I was not prepared for that metagame, game too. <laughs> like, if you don't play a lot of vintage, you you still might think that you have a decent shot because vintage doesn't change all that much. But boy, I was I was really wrong about that. That jewel shop stack is no joke. Um, oh, yeah. I I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's it's such a it's such a monster! <laughs> oh my goodness, dude! Like this deck is just so.
2: Ins- did you watch the like the U.S. Eternal Weekend Top Eight? Yeah, I th- I think I mean, the deck took down the event, right? Yeah, it did, and there there was like I think half of it was that half of it was Oath, but the one the matches of that on camera, it like just did like even the mirrors like they both did such disgusting vintagey things to each other. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I've never seen like Ampharax and Metamorph
1: being like this good. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's it pitches, good. it pitches the force, and it, it it becomes like another jewel and, and like Mishra's Workshop. Like I think the the biggest change maybe in, in Vintage. Like that's that's just like my 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 gut feeling is that Misha's Workshop is got such a boost, I think, during the last, like, year or, or, or so, um, because initially, I think Mission's Workshop used to be this, like, prison land that only, you can, you, you, there are only, like, five or six playables that you can um, mm-hmm. cast off of, a, of a Mission's Workshop, but these days, you, you can also cast, like, this ridiculous card advantage machines. Um, yeah, like the ring,
2: it. right? Yeah, like the and one ring. Jewel. But, um... Yeah, you used to be able to play Four Sphere, Four Thorn, Four Chalice of the Void as well. And Four Loads and Gollum. That's uh, been cut down a bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, that was also a crazy era. Like yeah, that. yeah. Like Four lordsome,
2: like, what the hell? I don't remember... I mean, <laughs> well, I'm not a Vintage Expo. as well, yeah. I don't remember there being... I'm sure there were some, but like really any blue... Like decks of the Force and Mishra's um, Workshop. There were some probably brews and stuff. I'm sure I'm missing something. Maybe Slaver had it sometimes. But um, no, now there's this um, like tinker shop decks and stuff. Like it's just playing all the most broken cards. And
0: in a, in a way, I, I kind of want to say this is like fire Mud or fire workshops or something <laughs> because it's it's so over the top. As you mentioned, right? I remember when the the, the beauty of those decks was, yeah, you had these broken lock pieces or or spheres or whatever like you, when you could play like basically 12 spheres when you when you your trinity sphere and, and like spheres resistance and everything mm-hmm. but then you would attack your opponent with like i don't know like slash penta or or like like triskelion for a very long time was still like a four of in these decks triskelion fucking triskelion mm. six mana for that shit and that was like a a, a thing in vintage for a long time going and i mean that's completely unthinkable these days i say that as i I, actually i need to click on list. there's no trick now there there hasn't been (laughs) triskelion in these decks in years
1: i mean yeah but that was also like an area where people played like goblin velder and dark confidant and
0: true true right like like like, like things
1: you you definitely want to ping like that that triskelion like kills three dark confidants (laughs) it's not it's not a bad (laughs) it's not a bad deal if you think about that (laughs) uh, (laughs) <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> your
0: opponent three that confidence that's the one thing i don't want to see but yeah it's kind of crazy right in a format with like moxon and stuff that that confidence isn't even remotely a card anymore or like yeah. i can't even think like it was control? recently actually um
2: is it? yeah it was in like blue black lyrus okay okay yeah, yeah. it's by, not in every list because a... it does die to bow masters but like you can imagine the list is just Blue Blood mm. with Bowmasters and Dark Confidence, and the spicy, spicy one of Skullclap to get off saga, which I love so much. Mm. But mm-hmm. like Dark Confident in these mirrors, like I don't, you you're trying to counter Bowmasters anyway, so like lean into it
0: okay kind of funny okay yeah i I was thinking but you get around ball masters, right so if, if you can yeah. like dodge it and then you get it down it just like doesn't matter true okay okay i've always been a lover of, of these these back mid-range decks i think that this is where i had some of my my best winnings and stuff in um uh, basically all these vintage tournaments where i played like back mid-range with like that death uh death right shaman confident and i think yeah. i
2: it was always called fish in vintage wasn't it yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's
0: basically the concept of a fish deck
2: yeah, yeah yeah very cool i loved playing them as well we used to have like kind of uh gpts like at uh one of our locals years ago and we had vintage ones sometimes god knows why and um (laughs) i would just play like grix's cards i owned with no power and obviously do pretty badly but it's just fun like playing bobs and drcs and stuff DRC, uh drs yeah drs yeah (laughs) yeah
0: uh, Callum was from the future, like, <laughs> he's playing this <laughs> Dragon Wedge, is like, right. pretty yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> not bad, it's not bad, yeah. But yeah, Kai, but, oh, you, but you, you ended up, like, losing a match, and then you were able to, I think, draw into the top 8 or something? Uh,
1: dude, I almost drew myself into ninth place, oh, oh my goodness, dude, I, I was, like, so lazy doing the math, and also, I spoiler, I'm almost so terrible at that sort of math uh, in general. I got super lucky to, you know...
0: I mean, everybody who does well in vintage, to a certain degree, gets like pretty yeah. lucky. It's basically, or even like vintage and magic in general. Like, if you want to hit the mm-hmm. top right. of tournament, like, Def- lucky is what what gets you over the next step. But being prepared is just like number one.
1: Mm-hmm. But gosh, like vintage is such a such a fun format. If you play it every now and then, like Justin Gennari is, is crazy. Like, I couldn't I couldn't play vintage every single day. Most of the time, there are also like non games, right? Like we're Let's say like you're on the you're on the draw and you have a forceful and a blue card and that's just not enough, for mm-hmm. example, and p- yeah your opponent has like the absolute nuts, and that doesn't really happen in in Legacy and I feel like if if variance uh, becomes like too much of a thing then it can kind of I but the thing know, is
0: like var- variance maybe? is okay if you can like basically for in a lot of ways a good game a good competitive game is a function of the, the impact variance has versus how long it takes to play a single game. Because, for example, you take poker, right? But playing a single hand of poker is, is very fast compared to, like, p- proper games. So you can play a... T- you can repeat that that kind of variance, like, many, many times in a row, and then that's how the, the top players rise to the top. Whereas if you, if you wanted to, like counteract the variance in magic and especially in vintage you would need to play so so many matches to to make it easier for the top players to float to the top and i mean they still do kind of but it's just like magic games take too long in a way so the the variance has a much bigger impact but yeah i can only go back and and tell you to watch Us because rounders actually has that beautiful quote about like how some people even pros won't play in this case vintage mm. they can't handle the swings <laughs> and that's that's yeah uh, anyway a uh, movie recommendation one of the biggest movie recommendations i can give you here and to you guys as well Round us definitely watch it we, we need to make some kind of watch party at some point because around us should, we should. Yeah, after, yeah
1: after after we've watched um
0: other uh, than a couple more yeah, they, <laughs> I, I gave you so many recommendations but you, you know what i recently watched i i just like two days ago i watched um what's it called stupid german names um the big uh, sp- sp- spirit now spirited away <laughs>
1: Oh, okay, yeah, it's good movie. Time. It's it's just as from Japan, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a Studio Ghibli, yeah, yeah, Zuck, much yeah, it's, good Germany.
0: Yeah, loved German. it, loved it very much. It's actually the first time I watched it. Um, oh, really? I, I should have watched it earlier.
1: It's good stuff. Yeah, it's really good
0: stuff. I'm, I'm gonna watch more of their stuff. Like the first thing I actually watched of the predecessor studio of Studio Ghibli is um uh, uh the the last unicorn, which I watched, watched like 30 years ago or something. So that, I guess that also counts anyway we, we got tracked completely <laughs> off topic which is the theme this is not the theme for the podcast for the rest of the year but it's very much the theme for today it's just a chill uh, new year's start one exactly yeah. and as kai makes his way into a top eight despite um, like he's like just like i don't care about tire and break mouth let's just like draw yeah let's yeah, just draw but like the, Lewis, the, 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 easy.
1: But the top eight was super stacked like um we also had the um em- everybody em- played
0: em- power right yeah
1: Except oh, dude! Yeah, guy. everyone. I think except the the dredge uh, the dredge guy Shioka. He finished ninth on breakers at Eternal Weekend Asia, apparently, like a couple of, like months ago. Yeah, with dredge. Oh my goodness, dude! Like I felt so sorry Damn, during that yeah. story. But, but yeah, I played I against him in, in Swiss, and uh, it was it's pretty it's pretty intense because uh, he was on on uh, Bazaar of Baghdad dredge, right? And he mm-hmm. mulliganed down to two cards in game number three. You gotta do it. And you gotta do it. it. Yeah, well, I did the Doomsday thing. Um, yeah, sweet. so. Uh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, overall, I think that the, the top 8 beta game was was kind of, like, quote-unquote healthy because um there was no deck in particular that really stood out. Like, I mean, we
0: had
2: like two Doomsdays, everything else is different, right? Yeah, I
0: think yeah. so. I think yeah, so. I, I took a quick look. I think there's, depending on, like, how you want to qu- qualify, like, bug midrange versus bug control, but other than that, I think, like, the top 16 might be, like, 14 or 15 different decks, something like uh, that. Do you like want to just,
2: like, touch on the ninth place deck? Because it's pretty sick.
0: It's it's, it's called f- Artifacts Blue by Kitano Takatoshi.
2: Yeah, but it has um, four Secarian Secarian infiltrator, which is another Warhammer card, but like four of. And this is a um, a blue artifact creature. And oh, it's... I don't even
0: know what that does. Tell us about yeah, it. Yeah, well,
2: why I had to just read it and remind myself. So it's a uh, three mana, so two and a blue to cast, and it's a one two with flash artifact creature human soldier. It has. When it's carrying an infiltrator into the battlefield, draw a card, and it has Squad 2. Squad is, a, is an ability that was just in the Warhammer cards, which is, as an additional cost to cast a spell, you may pay two mana any number of times. Squad is two on all the cards, I believe, and you create that many tokens that are copies of it. So it's kind of like uh, Replicate, I think. Yeah, well yeah basically.
0: Mm-hmm. like the, the first one is three, and then all the additional copies are two. Yeah, that's the easy way to phrase it, I think.
2: They're all two. Oh, you mean the, the actual cards cast as three, and then everything yeah, else? Is pay, two. I think
0: we're, we're like we're, you basically you pay three, and then you can pay any amounts of two, and you get copies of it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Cool. So it's like I mean, a three mana one two flash draw card, or a five mana two one two flash draw card. Blah blah. Uh, so it's pretty cool that you can cast it with workshop and like big Telerian Academy. Oh, that's
1: sick. That's actually pretty sick. Yeah.
2: So ninth place here, which I guess is on breakers the rest of it I'm is like I'm not convinced honestly no no but <laughs> it's, it's like cool. too mana
0: to draw a card on vintage I mean that the big upside is that you get it off workshop sure mm-hmm. but it's it, it's still like an awkward thing yeah but, uh, what yeah. do I know honestly <laughs> there's
2: also chaos defiler which is pretty sick to like transmute artifact into I guess yeah yeah good card <laughs> good card yeah, yeah. Uh, this deck is just like uh, it's pretty well the rest is blue stuff uh eight forces negations and wheels obviously there's like a random steel sabotage fluster storm and chain of vapor there's no black, so like no um, tutors to get them. So you just gotta raw dog draw them. There's like a paradox engine, I guess, and four rings is like the the draw engine, I suppose. Uh, it's yeah, it's pretty cool. Like just what the fuck is this
0: all... Ruck of Smothering? Okay, don't look it up, Do Do, do any of you guys know what Ruck of Smothering? The, okay, the fine. Two Absolutely does? zero clue. There, no, there is okay. Two okay. Of this card Okay. No idea. Okay. <laughs> Ima- imagine what it does. Like you just hear the name. It's called Ruck of Smothering uh it's
1: probably an equipment or something
0: nope but it's an artifact yeah you already it, got it, the artifact card, it,
1: right?
2: it gives a creature like half flying or something it's know. like no no the creature loses fire and you equip it to your opponent's creatures it's <laughs> not an equipment guys it's an artifact creature we should work for r d guy. Okay, let's do it uh, okay it's an, go on sorry julian
0: it's an artifact creature it costs three colorless and it's a one three flying and whenever a player casts a spell, they lose one life for each spell they've cast this turn. Ooh. So I guess it's like anti, it's anti-PO.
2: anti Anti-storm. Oh, yeah. And I guess it's like the perfect mana for Workshop. workshop. I, I've never seen this card before. Interesting. <laughs> cool. Is it yeah, is it from it's, the it's, set it's, that it's, brought it's, us um, White Plume Adventurer? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Battle for Baldur's Gate. Yeah. yeah.
1: That card seems kind of terrible. Yeah.
2: Like... <laughs>
1: like Right, it doesn't have flash or anything like like you you you, you just you just like poop it out and uh, and your Watch, opponent's what? gonna figure it out probably. It will make a player, player like uncomfortable for a few turns. Yeah, <laughs> you know that like this card really reminds me of um that um I think it's like a Golga no it it's an Orsoff three three drop um three drop two two. And I think every time an opponent plays, uh, oh, no, Cam- oh
2: yeah, yeah. Campbell counts. C- Campbell, allocation. yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: Like oh, that card is really good in Vintage. At least it <sighs> used to be at some point.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Like yes, I, I hated playing against the like, card in Vintage. Like, like yes and no.
0: God, I used to play that
2: lovely thing in uh, Phoenix. It was so fun. <laughs> 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 no, for some reason I really like that card. But it, yeah, it's it's been power crept out pretty fast. I think mm-hmm. of every format. Mm-hmm. by the way are
0: we only splashing red for two pyroblasts in the sideboard and not playing any other red cards oh yeah like what the fuck is like, that like a typo like, or
1: something dude it's like three volcanic islands
0: that's what? not even like fetch it's just like straight up three <laughs> volcanic islands and i guess a mox ruby yeah mox ruby and and black lotus i guess <laughs> <laughs> crack my yeah. black lotus pyroblast yeah no motto play either. okay yeah i question that but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I love questioning stuff because I have no idea what I'm talking about. Wait, <laughs> I,
2: there's four Lorien Revealed that gets Volks as well.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, there's also our one of Chaos Defiler, which we can spend our red mana on. Okay. Hey, there we go. It's all
1: coming together. Three red lands four Always three, trust three
0: for three Ketano.
2: spells. Nice. Nice, nice.
0: <laughs> Perfectly balanced. Okay, okay. So you you like that deck?
2: I like it. It's pretty cool. I think Sakarian Infiltrators not great, but yeah. Yeah, it seems cool and fun. And he yeah. came ninth, so...
0: Fair play. Yeah, there might be something yeah. to it. I don't know. Okay. So Kai, what did you lose to in the top eight? Or did you actually win? So, oh, don't spoil so, us. You <laughs> didn't win the tournament.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I, so in the quarterfinals, I basically lost um, a close match to the same uh, jewel shop opponent I lost to in, in the Swiss. Um, so I, I had like a... Yeah, I, I went to the top eight with like one loss and one draw and, uh, and then I they lost quickly right hey, after that,
0: that, sorry to interrupt you that, that is pretty impressive that you lost to jewel shops in the top eight because there's no jewel shops in the top eight.
1: Oh, there is i think um is it? in the top eight yeah <laughs> number th- th- two th- there should be jewel shops uh yeah somewhere. there is
0: yeah where, where is it which place is it it's the po it's named po on the. oh topic. it's named po okay yeah. okay Never Right, mind. right it got like, me like it does it, it it does it all
1: right like it does yeah, yeah, it yeah. does jewel things i mean it, does... it has
0: po in it so yeah, yeah I guess that counts the, the it, it doesn't strike me as the traditional po style deck but yeah okay okay i get it dude that that would that, be totally my kind of deck that i would play
2: that deck is so so it, powerful it's
0: yeah, just it also, raw it's, power like, it's also kind of
1: difficult to hate i think yeah like you need fluster storms for for po but then fluster storm doesn't work uh for for the jewel and also doesn't work for the one ring and, like, for example, in like game number one, uh, opponent just went, like, uh, Mission's Workshop into the one-off Trunisphere, for example, and I, I just didn't have the Force, and I and and I qui- and died quickly after. Yeah. And, um, like,
0: after sideboarding, they just got, like, three yeah. Wormcall entrants because they're like, dude, I don't care about all your hate, here's my turn to Wormcall. <laughs> worm <card. laughs> GG.
1: I mean, it gets really worse after sideboard, too, because, like, you know, they they add, like, Loathsome Golem and Hull Breacher and, like, all the things you don't want to see as a Doomsday player. Um, Loathsome
0: Golem on the sideboard. Okay. Yeah okay so, <laughs> this is this is something uh, um
1: but like one card i used oh i guess
0: it's for it's for current sorry to yeah, interrupt you there. but
1: no like a card i used a lot during that weekend uh and it was a little surprising to me was like steel sabotage like that's that's usually a card um you bought in versus let's say like a thorn of amethyst or um like mm-hmm. nul, like null rod decks for example but i used i used it as a as a proactive like a, a counter basically for the one ring and uh, like
0: I the mean, dro- that makes a lot like of the, sense, the, like, right? Like the
1: jewel. Yeah, like artifacts are so, so big and vintage. I
0: mean, like, you got three copies of it in the sideboard. Would you consider playing the fourth copy? Uh,
1: probably. Even like the fifth copy. That was so,
0: <laughs> the card was so good. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there, there, there must be some kind of like a null or something. What's it called? Counter target artifact that. That's a Sabotage. That? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, but he, if he wants a fifth copy.
2: Oh, oh, sorry. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Sure. just play for, just play oh, for the one from the one from mirror then yes like, play five Oh, yeah. <laughs> like no, a, yeah, An- yeah, An- is yeah. Got
0: target artifact or enchantment twin cast or something <laughs> no no guys have some respect for An- It's from what's the saga i love it <laughs> Good okay card. it's very okay. dear to me yeah <laughs>
1: um and i think like a me- uh, mental misstep was terrible during the whole event i think mm-hmm. and maybe you guys have noticed it but like there are almost no pyroblasts in, in vintage right now yeah like and, and fantasy, kind of it, yeah 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 and um i kind of like it i yeah. kind of like it like pyroblast is 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 clean and everything but i think um the main reason for like at least vintage where people don't play a lot of blast or like red cars in general is because of motor initiative right like all these creatures don't die to bolt like some of them do but like the big ones don't and like
2: lightning bolt is just not a good removal spell right now no, it's it's made like well, I know we always come back to painter on this cast, but like it has made painter like kind of where does it want to be if blast is not that good? It is interesting. Mm. It is the worst. That it's Red it's blast kind of funny, has right?
0: That, that that's the thing that you also did in painter. Where you like you a lot of people actually did that. Right, they started cutting blasts for more white removers first, mm-hmm. Oh, Really? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Gee. Oh yeah, that's something we talked about while you were in Japan. That that Kai uh, that Calum also does that thing <laughs> where I think you you went into um put, not pull from eternity tap me out pull from
2: eternity what no no
0: no <laughs> come on what, what's it called um what does it do the thing you added to painter
2: for um, um
0: a white card yeah the, the extra move spell that you, you can cycle do so it oh, bad. Oh, touch the spirit realm. Touch the spirit realm, pull yeah. from eternity. Basically, basically oh, same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: same thing, same thing. I mean,
0: you you gotta put you t- gotta touch the spirit realm to pull, pull something <laughs> to from pull eternity. It. That's how you keep it together. <laughs> makes <right>? total
2: <laughs> sense. Listen, if anyone comes here for like you know really good advice on how to win games of magic, Julian's got you. <laughs> no, I I, I I
0: can fix the lore. Like I, I'm the I'm the god of retcon. So, wizards, if you want to call me, like we, I can get Chase back to life. I don't know if he died. He, no, he we, might he, have. He he,
2: he just oh, stayed god. dead. If he died, it's fine.
0: Is he a Phyrexian? Does the count dying? Kai and myself
2: are going to go to R&D because we got it sorted with that rug equipment card. (laughs) And Julian's going to do the lore. (laughs) Julian, is, is our rug equipment card lore friendly? Can we do it? Honestly,
0: there's probably like some super horrible kind of equipment from Beta, which is like flying carpet, five mana, and you can like pay three mana and tap it at sorcery speed and sacrifice it keep it tapped and sacrifice (laughs) it target (laughs) target creature against flying flying at the end of turn yes (laughs) i bet (laughs) that yeah that's that's the rock we're talking about (laughs) as richard garfield intended right that's how how you do it
2: (laughs) i have have a absolute affinity i i love like bad artifact cards like that like i don't know why there's there's one from the like the current set i think I can't remember exactly what it does. The people that play the current draft will like laugh at me, but it's like two mana, and it's like a basketball game. So you, you use two mana to play, and then you tap it for two mana, and your opponent gains control of it, and then you have to oh. like you have to attack each other to fight for, to get it back. And when you get it back, you draw a card or something. Oh, I've forgotten what it's called, but it's like playing a game of basketball. It's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is that like it, a super old card or something? No, no, it's from the current set. But oh, okay. <laughs> but because you start with it in play, it's like when it, when your opponent. Probably hits you with combat damage. Um, they then take it and draw a card. And then you have to like hit them back and take it and draw a card. <laughs> 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 uh, it's really bad, but it's just yeah. funny. I like bad artifacts. Yeah.
0: I was thinking about that, what's it called, Magma Mine, right, like you and your opponent, you, you keep paying mana, and then at some point if you can't pay mana anymore, then you, here it is. You, you guys know Magma Mine? I
2: think so, it used to be played as the Wink on in Bomb man I believe. It's <laughs> oh, like 4 mana okay. to put a counter on <laughs> or something.
0: Yeah, so it's, it's uh, Artifact 1 mana, and yes. yeah, you can pay 4 mana to put a pressure counter on Magma Mine. And then you can tap it. It deals damage equal to the number of pressure counters to any target. And the flavor text is straight-up boom. I, okay, I, have, I was I have, actually thinking of a different card, yeah, but this yeah. is also pretty cool. I've,
2: I've legit played this in Legacy within the last five years. As really? A, I've put it in Bomb Man as a win-con for when you have infinite mana to get off Saga.
0: And that, oh. that's supposed to be better than just, like, straight-up Ballista well, or something? Well, Ballista you yeah.
2: can't get with Saga, so... It, in the
1: end, oh, I didn't okay. think it was worth it, but that's it's really di- that's really deep. Like imagine drawing this having this in your opening hand. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, but read the flavor text. It's boom. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> exclamation mark. Boom exclamation mark in all capitals.
0: <laughs> Just It's one of only two cards that use pressure counters. The other one is Kallian Crucible. Hellion crucible yeah from well you you should remember that magic 2013 right hellion it's, it's never been printed ever since shall never be mentioned but <laughs> it, it's, it's kind of similar but you make four four red hellion creature tokens when you sacrifice it nice and oh. you have to tap it to put a pressure counter on so uh uh-uh, no bomber means. see they fixed that they fixed that oh, poor they realized this is this is too good man. so yeah that's why you got hellion crucible Dude, that mine want...
1: is sick, God. yeah we want pressure counters back come on yes. come on <laughs> come <command> on wizards <laughs> we want contraptions
2: and pressure counters you got no, every time you, you add yeah.
0: something to it you go under pressure under pressure <laughs> yes. uh, then they just okay. die straight away. yeah okay. awesome um it's so, okay yeah. well, you you didn't win the tournament you, you still have um, unfinished business in japan like you yeah you, wait hold
1: on um let's just be, before before we move on um like one little shout out to like my, my decklist was my decklist was was really like basic and and not really that interesting. Um, except that one game, oh man, like like the one card in the main I-, I added just for fun was like a copy of Dressdown. Uh, just because I wanted to deal with like Uza saga tokens and like Dahlia's <laughs> and shit. And then like I actually lost one game. I think um, it didn't cost me the whole round, but it- I lost the game because I had basically opponent had lethal on board i think it was like on a, on a bazaar dredgevine deck or something like that and i had like one turn to basically um win and i had the doomsday i had the black lotus to cast it i also had counter backup like force of will pitch force Wheel, or something like that and the only draw card to draw into my pile was stress down and i was like dude like
0: i had dude, i was like, I, I, had, I can see where this is going it's like i hate
1: myself so much oh, that's you so should pretty. have said, Tried dude is there like, any
0: way that you can bounce stress down or get rid of it in your main deck nope no <laughs> nope i, I, I guess not. you can pass the turn
1: <laughs> yeah actually yeah uh so i'm never actually i'm never gonna do the same as oh my goodness like drag like don't to everyone doesn't matter which format you play even in commander like don't play dress down and Thus circle in the same deck it's just it's just don't please <laughs> it, don't lo- do it, it
0: looks funny it certainly looks funny it's ridiculous
1: um, and, like, a special shout-out to to my boy, uh, Library of Alexandria, in my sideboard. That card that's is cool. a pure flex card. Um, I didn't board it in a single time. Um, I was
0: about I to say, that's
2: a cool thing. You bought it in against control. It, you, yeah. Do you want to tutor for it? So no, dude. I just, Imagine how <laughs> embarrassing
0: this Like, you're up against jewel shops, and, and they're like, okay, jewel stuff. And you're like, I want to draw an extra card every turn. I'm not going to cast spells anyway so <laughs>
1: <laughs> library is not aged well has it uh, library is, no. uh, is such a meme but dude like you know if you want to flex then you, you, you gotta flex i i suppose like i don't own um tabernacle of pendrive vale. um, so it's basically the same so uh, yeah i wanted to have like some other expensive card and a sideboard instead so uh, yeah. I I
0: I, <laughs> you're such a show-off <laughs> <laughs> I, picked a, I
1: picked library and yeah. i think there's like one there's one uh Match up. And this, and Vin- this Vin- this library Vin- of
0: Alexandria has been signed by the Japanese Emperor. I, I gotta play it.
1: There's still like one deck where, where you actively want to bring in Library of Alexandria and that's like just Sky Control without Wasteland. Like Mm-hmm. Arcanis, Ragavan, Lavinia
0: type of deck, but no one plays that deck. Right? I was gonna say conveniently none of them is in the top sixteen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 but hey, but I got asked that question a lot after the tournament like like especially like my, my, my Japanese friends like who didn't think that it was like a like a like a like a, like a joke slot, you know, they they thought like, oh man, like like Kai probably put like a lot of thoughts and effort into this, right? I was like, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> we are what we
2: are by the way speaking
0: of your japanese friends and stuff I, I recently read something that i couldn't believe and that's completely off topic but is it true that credit card in japanese is credit card to?
1: It's, it's a credit card <laughs> oh,
0: come on or maybe yeah, you yeah, told me yeah. out of a podcast, because i thought that was like somebody was making fun of that nah, dude. That's just like it's just completely unthinkable it's so cute right <laughs> I, can, I can actually almost speak japanese like kind of
1: yeah like you, you gotta you gotta try and just speak really broken english and, it's, and that it's, works and then it's like 60 percent japanese already
0: is that because like a, there's there's like lots of new words coming in that didn't exist back then exactly and then they, they okay like okay.
1: A, like a, like a, like you're right like like credit cards are definitely not yeah. made in japan like they, they probably yeah. came from
0: somewhere else and yeah and even if, if they did they probably didn't exist a long time i mean the thing is like in German, we also say like oh we say credit card okay never mind okay but there does like lots of english words we just like Take one one to one into German so like, yeah, I guess that works
1: one more thing I want to, want to mention is that like the I think like a few days after oh yeah on on January second and uh i I went to Had again to to play a little bit of legacy, and otakus or like like magic players in Japan don't give a shit about new year' celebration right it's it's January first and second and and, and the, sh- the shop was already crowded. And it, was, it was super, super packed with players. And mm-hmm. normally, Japanese celebrate like New Year's with their families and, uh, or go to like a, a temple or shrine or whatever. Nope, not, not for Magic players. They, they just, you they just, just play the tournaments. They're like, okay, I guess New Year's cool, but, uh, when can i play my magic cards again
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, the thing is like this january 2nd i would also go to play magic if there was like a decent tournament oh yeah mm-hmm. apparently there was like a secret tournament in my area that i wasn't invited to oh nice okay i, I was I, invited
2: tell me
1: you about were, that oh you
2: and yeah, you i oh. was as well but we we're both away so
0: oh damn i'm so bad <laughs> now they call it Löffel cup i just saw the results and I, I noticed i know all the people and i don't know why it's called Löffel cup which means like spoon cup but it was like in a like a third party location or something and like everybody was supposed to like dress really nicely and they kind of got that right <laughs> which i don't know i i like this idea of like there being some secret underground tournament even though it can like it's always walking the line of being cringy or like actually cool so yeah, that one, it looked kind of cool. So, who knows? Maybe there are more secret underground legacy tournaments oh, shit, out there that yeah. we have never heard of. Maybe there's like an entire secret underground legacy podcast out there who only like... like, <laughs> it God, like don't tell them, don't tell him about right? our preordained
2: <laughs> cost. Yeah, like
1: yeah, like Legacy the Basement, yeah. Like, pre- yeah, oh, dude, like the, 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 the preordained, the, pre-ordained the, cast. The preordained basement cost. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Cool, yeah. Uh, at some point, at some point, I'm going to find that. Um, um you'll never find it. Guys, you want to call it a day here or you got any more shoutouts?
1: No, I think um, I'm good. I, th- I think um, all I wanted to mention is that like, I played a little bit of, of Legacy on, on January 2nd. And, um, and our analysis about the Japanese meta metagame um, was 100% correct because I played six rounds and half of my opponents were Sneak Show players. So, um, oh come on, really? Is oh, this, yeah, is this such a big thing. Yeah, dude. And one of them was uh Wing Zero MTG, um, also Ooh. also known um,
0: terrifying. From, yeah, from yeah, yeah, from, from Magic, Magic online. online. Yeah, basically like, crushes me every single time.
1: He is, uh, dude. I love this guy, right? Because like he, he does, like his other big passion is breakdance. Really?
0: Yeah, and like, which is kind of weird because breakdance is cool. Yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> right?
1: So he does like,
0: like how, how do you two, get two, like two cool things? Like yeah, where well, sneak shows that's debatable, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we will ah, see. Dude, I, yeah. The thing is like on the other hand, like if you love some something really dearly and you have natural passion for it, it almost doesn't matter what it is, unless it's like genocide or something, I guess then that is But you you know what I mean, right? Like things that can be boring can be like really cool still if you are like super passionate about that show about that stuff. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. It's just like for me, yeah. I could not be passionate about casting yeah. show and Yeah.
1: So uh <laughs> To anyone out there, like if you if you want to go to Japan, better pack your
0: yeah. Well, what do you even pack against <laughs> that stuff? Containment I was gonna say no, there, there humility, was... right? Humility, that's Con- the thing. Yeah. To go for. Like, no
1: I, confusion in the ranks. Oh, there we go. There <laughs> it we go, nev- that's it never works. I promise it, you. I have yeah, played it in true. goblins
2: so many times against them. It never works. They just put it in Omni, you steal it, and then they like play a sneak attack and take Omni back, or God, or it. they cunning wish for something. They always cunning wish for the 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 stifle big stifle spell and stuff every time
0: i promise you i promise okay. you okay. <laughs> i've tried you know k- kai that should be in your travel guide when you when you put together your japan tour for legacy grinders and uh-huh. yeah, don't don't bring sneak show or rather bring proper sneak show hate and make sure it's not confusion in the ranks <laughs> i okay. have actually
2: thought like if i was going over to japan like i just couldn't play painter i think
1: oh yeah much. oh like yeah like, oh, they're, they're, that, like, there's yeah, literally yeah. zero painter in japan i have I did not see a single painter player in Japan. I, I don't I don't know what like why. I know um, why. Because it's like,
2: all, all sneaky show. It's a it's the worst oh. matchup. Oh, oops. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Because no confusion in the ranks.
0: I actually, I think I already <laughs> asked you. Other are are there like Japanese legacy podcasts.
1: Um... So I ask around, and so the and, po- and podcasting is not a huge thing in Japan because the other media's are are so like are so powerful. Like YouTube is crazy powerful.
0: Like, to, like the radio, like the, like, this, to, to this, le- le- like legacy coverage on the radio. <laughs> like, Fe- like you get a fax machine newsletter about yeah. legacy,
1: like mixtapes and things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> legacy mixtapes. I, I think that's more for, for like eternal Dirties or stuff. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> cool well, yeah. okay so so no Japan, we, we could make the at least i'm gonna produce it i'm gonna have a very hard time editing it <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I'm I, gonna, like, I, I mean i yeah. talked to a couple of my buddies and like i, I told um, i told him about the podcast and you know what we're doing some of the especially Ik- um, ikeda like who um who's the guy who always does a world of boros initiative i don't know i think we talked about him like a couple of times on the cast because like he went top eight at the eternal weekend and he also went like top eight or a finalist and the god of legacy i think and he always does well with with boris initiative or chandradex um Mm -hmm. but anyway like like he can't speak english but like he said he can talk in japanese and i can kind of like translate and like you know if it if it makes it more interesting for for listeners to you know um, i think you might actually be pretty
0: close to that technology of where we can have like live audio translations i think that's probably something that that's even possible at this point it's probably going to be a little bit annoying to edit because there might be still be like a delay yeah. But yeah, maybe honestly, that would be that would be something. I mean if you, we're still gonna have you in case there's gonna be like a horribly <laughs> wrong translation. <laughs> so for every tournament. Yeah, so I stuff tomatoes in my nose. <laughs> like,
1: like okay. So it's <laughs> gonna be okay, like Google Translate versus speech. Kai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: exactly <laughs> alright cool guys I think we're gonna call it a day here um, that was that was one of the more chaotic episodes I still love it if you don't support the running of our show you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts on Spotify wherever you like Google Bookstore what have you or support us on patreon.com slash everyday eternal just like our biggest supporters our supporters on eternal witness here: Colin Garassi Alex Crow Tim Everett Testacular Sebastian Hollager Guillaume Sean Dewey Francis Cowper Cassandra Davis, Dylan Shoemaker, Retro Sharer, Tom Zeshka, Benedikt Gruber, and Severin Schwarzhuber who didn't tell me about the Loeffler Cup tournament. Shame on you. <laughs> and <laughs> Cruiser Brand supporters, Scott Monroe, Tom Hepp, Kane, Ian Seyfeld, and Colonoscopy. Thank you so much, and see you in Japan, maybe even? Ah, uh, at the very <laughs> least, by the end of the month. Bye, see everyone. Ya. See ya. Bye-bye.